Well, welcome back to Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. We are still in the month of January. It is the year 2022. We are in season six of the Harmonize Your Life podcast, and I am so excited about today's show. We're going to be talking about creating healthy boundaries, and we will be right back in just a moment right after this. All right. I am in the podcast studio today with Stephanie Pinkney of the G. Pinkney Consulting Group. And I want to read to you a little bit about her. I want to read her bio to you and share a little bit about who she is and the work that she is doing, because I think you will find um, our conversation today to be very intriguing and informative and empowering. Okay, so a tried and true image of God's handiwork, Stephanie Pinkney emerges as a yielded vessel fit for the potter's use. Uh, she's a visionary overcomer, worshiper, and her truth-bearing spirit-filled delivery unveils a, a beauty for ashes story woven in humility and a heart for God's people. Pickney, uh, uh, known for empowering women to reach beyond the mundane, preaches divine restoration. Birthed out of her personal battles with self-worth, unforgiveness, and physical illness, Pinkney owns her path to healing through emotions, transparency. Her relentless reliance on Jesus Christ enables her to speak truth as a weapon of empowerment to men and women of light. Um, she is um, in, um, international, intentionally, I'm sorry, um, um, Stephanie Pinkney intentionally leaves audiences grappling with the role faith plays in gaining victory over fear, failure, and the pressures of life in her captivating work included, uh, works, including Chainbreaker, The Animal's Tale, If God Said It, I Can Make It, and The Day After, all right? So she's written several books. Her debut book, Perfect Imperfections, A Journey of Commitment, compels readers through a 30-day devotional layered with scriptural re uh, relevance, aligned with candid depictions aimed at addressing a broken woman's path to wholeness. Um, in 2020, um, in 2015, I'm sorry, um, her digital launch of Two Half, Two Whole magazine, where she serves as the editor-in-chief, underscores the beauty of wholeness within marriages. In 2020, Pinkney launched out to pursue another venture as a certified life coach through the International Coach Federation, the ICF, and opened her coaching business, G. Pinkney Consulting. Three, um, there, Pinkney empowers women to overcome heroism, create healthier communication habits, and teaches women the benefits of setting boundaries. She's a licensed minister at the High Point Christian Tabernacle under the tutelage of Drs. Thomas and Carolyn Vincent. And um, she is also committed 
to her family, her husband, Willie Pinckney, and her cherished son, Cayman. Um, she, uh, she's relentless and desires to hearken to the voice of the Holy Spirit, her heartfelt compassion to love others, her restored faith um, that all things work together for good, um, cements her as a woman of God called for such a time as this. And she trans as she transforms lives in the kingdom of God and the world. All right, Stephanie, let's get to it. <laughs> stop. Hey, girl. Thank you, Doctor T. Thank you, Doctor T. <laughs> you could have just said, "I'm just Stephanie Pinkney." I would have been all right. Well, I have to read. Look, listen, honey. We don't do all that work for people not to know what we've done, right? Oh, <gasps> yes, we don't do all that work for people not to know you know, who we are and what we've done and you've done yes. the work. So yes, I want to be able to highlight that. I'm bring, I don't bring these power, powerful women on my show for us to be like, you know, oh, here she is. This, you know, no, they need to know, honey. And yes, grandma will say, it's a sorry dog that won't wag its own tail. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. So, um, Stephanie, you know, um, um, I am, um, excited to have you on here recently i was a guest on um a thing that you were doing you just yes. did a summit on self-care yes and it was, and it was had, amazing and you had me on thank you <laughs> of course you're the bomb.com oh lord jesus okay all right all right but um thank you for having me on and that was where we actually connected um i saw your flyer on social media and yes. that shows you the power of social media and i didn't even realize we were facebook friends i didn't either that's so that's the funny part is i didn't realize we were facebook friends and then the lord connected us and you were able to come in and share with the ladies and it was such a good time. We had so much good feedback from the ladies on just the things that you shared. So I definitely appreciate you for coming. And I thank God for the connection. I thank God too. And I think God does all things well and in God's time. Mm -hmm. right? And so um, when, uh, when I reached out, when we, when we, when we connected on Facebook about what you had going on and um and then when I came into your um, your meeting that day, it was a real confirmation to me that this whole self-care thing that God has called me, and I, I call it ministry. This movement, I was telling a friend of mine the other day that um, I was just trying to help a couple of, well, first of all, I was helping myself. I started down this road in 20, uh, in oh gosh, maybe 2000 one or 2002 mm. around mm. now no, 2000 2000 was mm. when i started down this road so i am 22 years now this year would it be in 2022 i am 22 years into this whole self-care wow. thing for myself wow so i started down this road 22 years ago and um and then um i started you know wanting desiring to help other women once mm -hmm. i saw what it was doing in my life i started mm -hmm. wanting to help other women with um self-care health health and wellness and mm -hmm. um so in 2017 
I hosted a self-care retreat. Then in 2018, I wrote my book on self-care. And um, I did another retreat in 2019, 2020, 21, and 2021. So um, this year, um, um, we just um, completed um, the self-care net of uh, self-care retreat. I do a retreat every year in January. Hmm. And so um, we um, the 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 retreat for um, 2022 um, was hosted in um, in uh, Aruba. Yes, yes, yes. And, and so um, yeah, so um, I'm excited about um, about this whole journey and this whole self care movement because I see so many of our sisters. Um, really embodying this this message living mm -hmm. this message and not just living it for ourselves but now really really wanting to help others mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I applaud you I'm looking at all the stuff you got behind you on, on your wall and um and just you're you're you know you're a woman who lifts mm. and um and I appreciate that um being around women who lift women who empower women who who are who not just concerned about what's going on in their lives but want to help others live their best life and do what God has called them to do. Yes, cuz you know it's so important that we when we've overcome or when we have gained information or experience that we reach back for our sister. Um that's one thing I've learned just in my own self-care journey. There, are, there were so many moms that were dealing with some of the same things I was dealing with. And so it's like, how do you find that balance of self-care and being a mother and being a wife and trying to have a career and trying to find yourself in the midst of all of these other titles. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned in my own personal journey, not to keep my experiences, whether good or bad to myself, Yeah, yeah. you know, cause sometimes we only want to tell people the good stuff. <laughs> not, and, and you know what? And it just, this thing, it's not pretty all the time. It's not, no, it's, it's not pretty all the time. And yeah, we, we got to learn how to tell the truth. Yes. Yeah. It's There's hard. so much power in truth. There's so and much so, power. There's so much power in yours, in our stories. Yes. That's the other thing. Yes. There's power in our story. Mm -hmm. and so we have to be um, willing to share our story and not be ashamed of our story. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so... Um, there's power in it. And that's why I appreciate some of the things that you shared in your bio um, that, you know, you're very transparent about some of your journey. So we're going to be talking about um, creating healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to just, just kind of delve a little deeper, you know, boundaries was a um, one of those buzzwords a few years ago. <laughs> You know, everybody's talking about boundaries and, and then, it, and, and what I like is that we're talking about creating healthy boundaries, because sometimes I think when we think about boundaries, sometimes we're not healthy Yeah. about the way we approach boundaries. You know, 
A lot of times I get, I'm disturbed by some of the messages that I see on social media when people are like, I'm cutting this and that one and my haters. And I'm like, we ain't nobody hating on you. We don't even know you. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, it's just all of yeah. that, you know, yeah. stuff that people, you know, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. And so mm-hmm. everybody's not hating on us. Everybody's not jealous of us. Everybody's, you know what I'm saying? People aren't even thinking about you. Um, but sometimes we're just unhealthy in the way we mm-hmm. approach relationships mm-hmm. and, and even in the way we approach boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like the idea that we're talking about creating healthy boundaries. And you, in your bio, you said that you are, um, you, um, are passionate about empowering women, uh, to create healthy boundaries and skill communication skills. Yes. Education skills and healthy boundaries. Yes. So why, why do we need boundaries? What, what, why, why do we need them? Well, when you think of the word boundaries, you always think of it's a, a way to protect. Mm-hmm. It's a way to preserve. It's, it's how we um, make a separation between us and either a potential enemy or uh, something that could be of harm to us. And ultimately, when we talk about boundaries, as far as women are concerned, we are so used to doing, 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 to where we don't know how to stop. And that's caused a lot of health issues. It's caused a lot of mental health issues, physical Mm -hmm. health issues, mental breakdowns, breaks in families, um, separations of marriages, all because boundaries, healthy boundaries have not been implemented to protect, to protect our well-being, to protect our mental state, to protect our family unit. Um, It's, we just been all over the place. And so now I believe that one of the things God is calling us as women to do is to put those boundaries back in place, Uh, learning the power of the word no, Uh, learning to say, okay, I can only do this. I can't do this because there's purpose work for us to do. And a lot of times we're so busy doing other things. Oh my God, you're saying some good stuff right there. I'm about to stop you in a minute. And right, and because we, you know, I always tell my audience when 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 we're dropping gems like that, you know, that's what they call it in Clubhouse, uh, dropping gems. But listen, when points like that are being made, I hope you are taking notes. Yes. Those that are listening, I'm taking notes. Um and because, yeah, because you said that there's purpose work. Say more about that. You, you're muted. Let's see what happened there. You muted yourself. I think I got happy. And okay, I'm mute. <laughs> I um, can see your mouth moving, then I hear you. Okay. Got right. happy. Got to hit the stuff. about the purpose work. Yes, we have purpose work. A lot of times we are doing aimless work. We're doing uh, busy work. 
We're doing work for others, building others, doing other things. Us as women, we have to understand our, our design and how God created us and how we are carriers of purpose and how we are able to birth those things. When we are doing busy work and aimless work and over here and over there, we're not able to nourish purpose work that's in us the things that he's planted in us for us to bring forth and to walk out. We're just busy. We're all over the place. <laughs> and he's like, bring it in, bring it in. I got, I got work for you to do. And that's something that has really been heavy on me the last few years is to get, get rid of the aimless work or the busy work. And we do that by creating boundaries. Wow. He's like, you ask me what you're supposed to do. Consult me. Consult me. And, and asking the Lord, am I supposed to be over here in this season? Am I supposed to be doing this at this point and juncture in my life? If he says, no, okay, I can't do it right now. I got some other things I need to focus on. Last year, there were some things I had to let go of. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you can't do that right now. I need you to have full energy full strength, full capacity wow. for this over here, for purpose work. He's like, I, I, you can't have that and this over here. You've got to learn to, to shift your focus, set those boundaries. Doesn't mean that some of these things that you will let go of forever, but there's a season and a time for everything. Wow. And he's like, oh, I, and a I time need for every purpose under heaven. Right. And he's like, I need you to be more focused, be more understanding of the, the season that you're in so that you can fully fulfill what I've put you on the earth to do. It may not be what you think you're here to do, <laughs> wow. what I've put you here to do. So it's so important that we understand purpose work and we're able to set those boundaries for purpose work. So it sounds like to me from what you're saying then is that boundaries and purpose, the boundaries that I put in my life are consistent with the purposes of my life. So my boundaries may look different from your boundaries. Yes. Right. So it's synonymous with purpose. So my, my, my purpose here and then the boundaries are set based on. Yes. And, and I have to. Yes. And I had to, as a, a mother and a wife, my number one ministry is first here mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. And if I am not able to fully be present in my home, I have not set boundaries in order to fulfill my number one purpose, which is here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to understand that we could just get busy doing other things. And the Lord is like, look, you missing things with your, your son. You're missing things over here because you're consumed with this. He's like, I, I, I need you to set up some boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's your number one ministry. Mm -hmm. You've got to make sure that you can hear me clear concerning those two, the two men you have in your house, your son and your husband. Your eyes have to be open. Your ears have to be open to what I'm saying concerning them first. I, we love ministry. We love community. We love everything else out there, but our first, first priorities, realigning our priorities to the things 
first that God called us to. So what do you say to the woman who is single, who doesn't have a husband, who's not married? Because a lot of times, you know, being a married woman, being a mother, um, but we have single mothers listening to this, women who've never been married. Um, So what do you say to those single women who are not those unmarried women listening to this podcast about boundaries? Because sometimes when people are single and not married, one of the one of the things I hear from my single people in my church or in my life, the women that I uh, coach and mentor, my spiritual daughters, is that people think because they're single that they just have all the time in the world for everybody else and what everybody else wants them to do. And that is true. We still have to set appropriate boundaries to make sure that we're still doing regardless of what God has told us to do. So Mm -hmm. even in your singlehood, there may be things, there may be projects, there may be uh, businesses, there may be things in ministry that God has called you to do, things in the community that God has called you to do. And sometimes because family members can feel, oh, well, you're not married, you can come and help me oh, well, you're not married. You can come and do this. And they're always pulling on you. But is that what you're supposed to be doing right now? We have to learn your purpose. Yes, we have to be intentional Mm -hmm. about the boundaries that we set. And I learned even just before I got married, I'm the eldest. And so everybody pulls on Stephanie. Everybody expects Stephanie to do, to be, to fill in the gap. That was just the expectation of my family, of my natural family, my spiritual family. And I was busy doing everything Mm -hmm. for everybody to when it came time for the Lord to say, look, I've got things for you to do. It was a challenge for people to... um, and it wasn't, didn't even originally have to do with the people. It was a challenge for me to set boundaries because yeah. I didn't want to disappoint nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we all, you know, some of us have fear of rejection. I found out when I, uh, years ago, many years ago, the one of the things that had me not being able to say no to people is I had a real fear of rejection. Like yes. if I said no, they won't ask me again. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Our fear of my kids taught me a term last year called FOMO. Fear of missing out. So yep. even when it came time to um, like people asking me to speak at events or whatever, if I looked at my calendar and saw that I already had some there, I would I used to try to move it, move the world, move the mountain out the way, move everything around, trying mm-hmm. to make it happen because fearing that, oh Lord, if I say no this time, they'll never ask me again. And I have to learn to say, no, I'm not available at this time. And guess what mm-hmm. I figured out? Either if they really wanted me, they would shift the date. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't time. It wasn't for me to do. That's right. That's one, right. one of the things I and I had to learn that because yeah. I fear. I mean, this I'm talking about. This ain't been too long ago. A few years ago, mm-hmm. I had to discover that either they wanted me, uh, or or, or it, either the, I would fear that either if I said no, that they were going to not ask me again, or I wouldn't, you know, get the opportunity again. And I found out that you know what, everything. That God has for me to do, that everything that God has for me or everything that God wants to come through me has a set time for it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I discovered that, it freed me up to be able to say, no, I'm not available. Yeah. And it's yeah. 
And sometimes it's, it was like, hey, I can't do that, but let me tell you who can. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's not really what I do, or I don't have the time, I'm not available. And that's the other thing. We got to be okay with saying, no, I can't, and pushing another girl up. Yes, and that's that's huge, especially sometimes in the African-American community, us as women, we can struggle with, um, I've seen women really struggle with preferring their sister uh, for the job because, oh, well, it, it's almost like, well, does that mean that I can't do it? Or does it mean that I can't handle Every, everything is not for us at, at that time. And we have to just be very mindful. It's not what you're called to do. We have to be mindful. We are not super women. <laughs> no, ma'am. I did an episode on that in September. Dispelling, I talk about it in my book, mm. Superwoman Syndrome. And I did a, um, with Dr. Uh, Shauna Leaf. Came mm -hmm. She's a psychologist. And she, she has several articles out there on the strong woman motif you should go check her out she has several articles and publications on and she teaches at the universe at virginia university of virginia i think it mm -hmm. is okay um, she teaches there and um she talks about dismantling that strong woman mentality and strong woman motif in african-american women and black women and girls and she talks about the um the um adultification of our girls how we we put more on our girls at younger ages than than our white counterparts because our girls tend to um develop earlier we get breasts and and hips and things earlier and so we our girls can tend to look more like adults when they're still little girls mm-hmm and so we think because they look grown that they are and they have not grown emotionally, mentally, psychologically, spiritually to handle some of the things that we're asking and putting on them. Mm -hmm. And she talks about that whole dismantling the strong woman motif for black women and girls. And I'm telling you, go to my website, go to my podcast. It's there on YouTube. Um, those of you that are listening, um, you can go there and get grab that episode as well. But that's Cheap, what you're talking about, that whole strong woman motif. It's it's it, powerful. It healthy boundaries. Yeah, it's powerful, but we can just look at back at our ancestors. You know, if we look at, you know, our and female ancestors, how much they took on and the weight that they carried of feeling like things had to get done, not really believing in resting. And taking time out to rest mentally, spiritually, emotionally. They just went and went and, and went. And, and 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 let me say this in 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 redeeming our our mothers and our grandmothers, a lot of that was what was put on us as a That's right. I mean, we are the only people that have been um taken from our land, right, and put into hundreds of years of hard labor and slavery. Yes. So yes. so when you when we um when we say that some of that's been passed down because yes. of American slavery and and yes. slave trade all around the world the whole diaspora yes. where we've been dropped out around the world to work for somebody else's enjoyment to work for somebody else's uh, income or right. um sustainability to build somebody else's wealth. That's right. Right. And so our grandmothers and mothers didn't know. They know. They didn't know any better. They were given. But when we know better, 
we do better, we do better. Right? right? And so, um, and 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 I thank God for them, but there's some things that that they systemically mm-hmm. have to do mm-hmm. we don't have to do. Mm-hmm. Thanks be mm-hmm. to God, and it's because of what they did that we don't have to do it. That's right. Now we just have to get to the place where we remove that mentality from us. And that's going to take some time, which is why we're doing the work we're doing. And maybe, just maybe, our daughters and our granddaughters and our great-granddaughters will have a different reality because of the work we're doing now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just maybe they'll have a different reality because of the work uh, we are doing. So let me ask you this question. What is the difference between boundaries and caring for others? What is because there? Where should we draw the line? Because we know that God has called us to serve. Mm-hmm. We know that we are put in the earth to um, to serve others. Jesus said, "The greatest in the kingdom is the servant." Um, we our purpose and our destiny is not just for us and our own personal enjoyment. Right. But I'm gifted to serve you, and you're gifted to serve me. So where do we draw the line? between serving others and helping others and our own self-care and boundaries that we need to put in place. So one thing that Stephanie had to learn um, and a way that the Lord dealt with me was um, how we're supposed to do unto others as we do unto ourselves. And the biggest thing he showed me was, man, you're really good at doing unto others, but you're not good at doing what you do for them for you. Wow, Stephanie, that is, that's some good revelation right there. So you, are you good at, 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 and most of the women on here are listening to this podcast or watching us on YouTube. And if you're not watching us on YouTube, get over to YouTube and subscribe to Dr. Tony's YouTube channel at Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. If you're listening and you're not watching us on YouTube, subscribe to this YouTube channel so you can watch this podcast as well as listen. All right, Stephanie. So many of the people who are listening or watching us on YouTube right now have that issue. Yeah. We are, we can, we're good at serving others. We're good at doing for others, but then we feel guilty when it comes to doing for ourselves. Why yes. is that? I think I think it's we feel almost as if there's a discredit if we do for ourselves like we do for other people, not really realizing that it's a way of loving ourselves. Anytime that I serve you, Dr. Alvarado, I'm doing it because I love you. Right. I'm doing it out of a space of love. Okay. And if I learn to love myself just as much as I love you. And I learned to give to my, there, there can be less guilt. If we look at it as lo- just loving ourselves, I love me enough to say no. Okay. I love me enough to say not this time. Mm-hmm. I love me enough to say, you know what? There's another sister that's better than me to do the, get this job done. Mm. I want to prefer her. Wow. 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 I love that. So loving me enough. That sounds like, um, my first episode this year, I did a a thing called hashtag ask Dr. T. And one of the questions was, 
what motivates me to be consistent with my exercise. People watch my videos that I post mm -hmm. on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And everybody that knows me knows I am just like so fanatic, fanatic about my workouts, right? I'm going to get my workout in. If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to work out. And, um, um, and I said something um, similar to that. I said, um, you, you need to know your why. And your why needs to be bigger than your 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 need to be comfortable or your desire mm. to be comfortable. Mm. So when I got when I got clear on my why and my purpose for working out and taking care of myself, it became bigger than my need or my desire to want to stay in bed an extra thirty minutes or not work out or do or not eat healthy or whatever. To say no to that cake because that's a boundary. Yeah. And, and prefer um, eating healthy, overeating, unhealthy, and things of that nature. Because creating those boundaries, even around not just our time, but also our physical health, our mental yes. health, our nutrition, and things of that nature. Because it's not just, you know, a lot of times when we think about boundaries, we're thinking about just people. But sometimes the boundary right. is me. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And how and, and I myself know. What yes. Proverbs, what's it in Proverbs? It says... Um, a better or stronger is a man who can um then then can keep his own soul than a man who can take a city that's right and so yeah. sometimes the out of control thing is me yes <laughs> just that's right. it is me yes i just can't stop you know they say ladies you can't just have one then don't buy the bag if you can't right. <laughs> you got to eat the whole bag leave the bag in the snow <laughs> That is so true, but it's it's about knowing ourselves. And yeah. I think that's so key in what you just have said, boundaries against ourselves. No, I got to know myself and I got to be honest mm -hmm. because yeah, sometimes, sometimes I could be like, oh, I don't have a problem. You know, and what they say in A, the first step to recovery is you admit that there's a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have found the problem. Sometimes the problem is us. Yeah, we have found the enemy, and it's me. It's me. <laughs> it's me. I have enemy. Enemy. Yes. yes. It is. It is that war. You know, whether like if you go back to even something you said earlier, the war of rejection. Like, what if you know they're not going to receive me? What if they think I'm not good enough? What if they get upset with me? The war against, oh, I don't have time, or I can't do it. I'm not good enough to to care about myself. It's it's always that inner war between ourselves and the enemy of okay, should I set this boundary? Is that going too far? What are people going to say? How are they going to think? Am I going to be able to hold to the standard of setting the boundary? Because I normally, I, I renege, I say no, but then if they come back, I yeah. say yes. You know, yeah. it's, it's that back and forth. And sometimes we do have to address, I am the issue. Yeah, yeah. You and you said and, and so it sounds like to me, so where where should we draw the line on that boundary? So when you said um you you had to come to see whether or not you were loving yourself like you were loving others. So would you say that line would be when whatever it is I'm doing, if if it doesn't line up with me loving me, would that be the line that we that where we draw that line? Like I didn't say that. Okay. All and right. there were times 
Dr. T, that I would even have to ask myself, okay, I'm doing this for somebody else, but have I done this for me? Mm-hmm. So, so that plumb line could be, is this an expression of love to, to myself? Yes. Have I expressed? Oh, wait, 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 listen, don't move on from that real quick. Wait, wait. So what if we ask ourselves questions like when someone asks us to do something or when we we need we want to eat a piece of cake or something. And I'm not saying we got to starve ourselves. I, I believe in enjoying my food, but sometimes we overindulge, right? Mm-hmm. So what if we ask ourselves before we engage in an activity, say yes to something, before we eat something or whatever, what if we ask ourselves the question, if I do this, will this be an expression of love to me? Mm-hmm. Would that revolutionize us? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it will really make us think. Is, is okay, if I eat the cake or if I eat the whole cake instead of just the slice. <laughs> if I keep going back. Keep <laughs> No, but if I eat the whole cake, is this an expression of love to is myself? Is this an expression of love? Because right. you know what? Are people using me? I can't eat the whole pie. Yep. And then we have to, too, is this an expression of abuse? Mm-hmm. Am I am I abusing my body? Am I Is someone abusing my time? Um, oh. You know, there are so many things when it comes to boundaries. And I and like you said, I think if we really start asking our ourselves those honest questions, we gonna somebody gonna answer back, and you gonna be like, wait a minute, somebody gonna get free, somebody gonna get free. Wow, that is that's amazing. Listen, Stephanie, we could talk all day about this creating healthy boundaries. You have, I'm going to have to bring you back for a part two because our time is getting uh, away from us. And I want to be able to, uh, uh, I want, I want us to delve into this just a little, a little bit longer. Can you just give us just a, just as real, real quick, a couple of benefits for creating healthy boundaries, just maybe two or three, maybe something we can grab and go with. Yes, the number one benefit to creating healthy boundaries is a healthy you. Wow. That is probably the top benefit to me. It encompasses everything. Your mind, not feeling overwhelmed or frustrated or having anxiety because of all these things you have to do because there were no boundaries set in place. There's nothing like having peace of mind. Yeah. being at rest yeah yeah that yeah. that alone that's enough for two three four <laughs> that within itself but then it also is as we talked about before a way of just loving yourself yeah when I set those boundaries that's me telling myself I love you I love you with the greatest love. And because I love you, I want to preserve you, which is the key thing for boundaries. Any walls, any boundaries that country set, it is all about preservation. It is all about protecting what's on the other side of that wall. So the first one is, what was the first one? A healthy you? A healthy you. Mm. And number two? And number two, it's all about loving us. Ultimately protecting the most valued possession, the possession that is worth 
thousands and millions. It has no value in it. Okay. And that is us. That is ourselves. Okay. Those would be my two walkaways. Do you have me. one more? You have one more? Give me three. Oh, you I, know, I like three points. I'm a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the third one is a benefit of creating boundaries is that you're able to do the things that God has called you to do wholly, whole, 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 holistic, whole, holistically, nothing missing, nothing broken. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. Being able to live out our purpose and our call. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Clear my heart. Right. That's right. Right. We're putting the earth to do that. So number one, um, you said a benefit is a healthy me mm-hmm. to loving me mm-hmm. number three, fulfilling my purpose and destiny. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Do you have any final word for our, for our audience as we wrap up? Yes. I just want to in- continue to encourage you this year, as we begin the year, set those boundaries. And if it means that you need to sit down with a piece of pad and paper and write down all of your current responsibilities, your God responsibilities and things that you're not sure if those responsibilities or those things that you're doing are of God in this season, you can take those to him in prayer and really begin to set boundaries, set aside time, even with spending with the Lord and your devotion time, set time aside for you to work on your body mentally, spiritually, and emotionally set time aside for you to work on your vision, your God vision, and just watch those things flourish. Watch you flourish. Watch for a clearer mind, a clearer heart, uh, open ears to hear exactly what your next steps are going to be. I am so excited about the boundaries that you and I are starting. Let's get it. All right, let's get it. I love it. I love it. Stephanie, I want to be able to tell them where to find you. Um, yes. You have just just really blessed us. This is Stephanie Pink Pinkney, and um, she is our guest for today. And we have been d- dialoguing about creating healthy boundaries. Stephanie is the CEO and founder of the G Pinkney uh, Consulting Group. What's the G for, Stephanie? Graham. So I lost my father. Uh, in 2020. Okay. And so part of my business in honoring him is I was my maiden name, which is Graham. And now I'm a Pinkney being married. So, Oh, and you know, I'm, I'm, my maiden name is Griffin. So I keep, that's what Tony G Alvarado. Okay. He is for Griffin. And that's my father who passed away when I was five years old. Yes. And so my sisters and I, uh, my, my, we have no brothers. So all of us, Griffin in our name. Okay. Okay. Father's legacy. All right. So G Pinkney uh, Consulting Group. Stephanie is the CEO and founder of that organization. You can follow Stephanie on Facebook at Stephanie Pinkney. You can also find her on Instagram at Stephanie.Pinkney, right? On Instagram. Yes. Um, and uh, Stephanie, you also have a 30 day challenge. Is that going on all the time or is that just now for January? This is just for the month of January, but I have some other things coming up the following month. So if you go to my website, which is www.gpinkneyconsulting.com. Let me put that on here. Hold on one second. Go on. Keep talking. It's www. 
www.gpinkneyconsulting.com. You can actually sign up to receive any alerts or notifications that we have going on um, that will be continuing on throughout the year. But you can also go on there and join our 31-day challenge. We are journeying through my women's devotional that I wrote back in 2020 entitled Perfect Imperfections. And I'm sharing um, just some thought ideas that the Lord has really been speaking to me as I'm going back through the book and as well as the prayers and the uh, devotionals for that day. You can join. We just started. It's So come on. Come, come on, on and join get us. Get in the room. Yes. And let's get, get started. Jump, jump right on in. I love that. And that's one of the things that we love to do is share what our guests are doing and other things that the people who, uh, the women and men who listen to this podcast are able to, as a resource, we can yes. uh, use you, they can use you as a resource to do what um, God has called them to do in this space of health and wellness and self-care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, for those of you that are um, following this podcast already, you already know that you can find us at Anchor Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and the light ATL.live internet radio. We're there on Thursdays at 10 a.m. So follow us there. Follow us on, on all of those platforms. You can also, if you're not uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel, please, ma'am, please, sir, go there and sign up. For Dr. Tony's YouTube channel, subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything to just click subscribe. You'll get notified whenever this podcast is uploaded because we upload new episodes during our seasons every Monday of our seasons. We're in season six now. Season six will be January, February, March of 2022. Um, and you'll get notified every Monday during those months when new episodes, then you can, they're all cataloged there on, um, on all of these platforms, but they're also cataloged on my YouTube channel. And uh, one of the reasons I'm really, really pushing the YouTube channel is because um, as you do that, um, the more, um, the more subscribers you have on YouTube, the more your content comes up in search engines because YouTube mm -hmm. and Google are owns their Google owns YouTube and all of that. And so um, when you will come up in search engines more with the more subscribers. And so you all know the internet is proliferated with all kind of net mess and negativity. And we need more uh, positive content out there that's educating, inspiring, and empowering our people to live lifestyles of health and wellness, self-care, fitness, wholeness, all that holistic living, nutrition, mental health, all the things that we talk about on this podcast. So please go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Ladies, it is the month of January and we have kicked off our January fitness challenge. We're doing this month a 21-day fitness challenge from January 10th today all the way through January 31st. So it's a 21 day. Y'all know usually I do the whole month, but I'm giving y'all a minute to slide into the month and to slide into the year. All right. And really, um, I needed to uh, give up, get, let, let my ladies get back from the self-care retreat before we started on the fitness challenge. All right. So, um, we get back, we, uh, we're, 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 um, back and we're on our way into this fitness challenge. So please join us 
on uh, uh, on this journey of fitness, 21 Days of Fitness with Dr. Tony. If you sign up on my website, then I will email you the information and what you need to do to be a part of this fitness challenge. While you're there, go on and get your Harmony Fitness apparel. While you're up there, I have the bling t-shirts there, the self-care bling, the Harmony bling. We have... Um, fitness t-shirts, the uh, dry fit t-shirts. We have fitness pants there. We have water bottles, tote bags for the gym, towels. We have masks. We have whatever you need to stay healthy and fit. We even now have hoodies that you can wear outside in the wintertime while you're walking. You know, I believe in walking and hiking and all that stuff. So we got hoodies there for you as well. So go there and uh, check out the Harmony Fitness Apparel. We also got some other things that are happening uh, there that you can take advantage of on my website. If you go there at drtonyalvarado.com, you can go to my website and everything that I do and everything I'm about, you'll find there on my website. Again, I want to thank uh, Stephanie. Uh, oh, I didn't say this. Join the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network, ladies. When you go to my website, join the self-care network for less than what you would pay for a Starbucks cup of coffee and, a, and a, a pastry from Starbucks. You can be a member of the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network. And I can work with you on your self-care, your wellness, your fitness, uh, self-care goals, and all those things and connect you to other women who are part of our network who are on this self-care journey with you. So join the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network. Listen, I want to thank you again, um, uh, Stephanie, for being here with me today on the Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast. You have been a wonderful dialogue partner. Thank you, Dr. T, for the invitation. I truly appreciate it so much. Thank you. And I look forward to, be, to us partnering together. Yes. Even more this year in 2020. Yes, All right. We got work to do. Purpose work. Yes, right. We got some purpose work to do together. All right. Thank you. And thank you. And we'll see you again next week. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado. I am so delighted about bringing the Harmonize Your Life podcast to you. Would you do me a favor? If you are enjoying this podcast, would you email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com? I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know if there are any other topics that you are interested in as it relates to wellness, self-care, nutrition, or just overall bringing harmony into your life. Email me, contact me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com.